0: what is up people welcome back wait oh man man i messed it up i was supposed to do uh what was i supposed to do i was gonna do a completely different intro um i was gonna do a different intro guys it was gonna be oh man i don't know what it was gonna be but i was gonna put i was gonna say something and then it was gonna be a song Oh my god i don't have a voice today this is my first time talking today guys it is six in the morning uh hold on uh me 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 oh my god don't ever put me in freaking singing classes (laughs) should i drink water that's a good idea right hold on give me a sec guys while i take a sip of this hydration while i'm drinking this water go drink some water yourself Hello Okay. (laughs) Hello, people of Earth. My name is Natalia. And you are listening to Third Eye Sives. Um, okay, so before before I get into the good stuff, because ooh, are we getting into the good stuff? Um how are you? How are you doing? Uh every time my aunt calls me now, because apparently she listens to my podcast now, how how exciting. Um, <laughs> uh, she's always like, how are you? Like how I, how I ask you guys um, and ask me the same questions I ask you guys about drinking water, taking care of my, our, ourselves. Um, so anyways, <laughs> how are you guys? Are you good? I'm glad you're good. Um, if you're not good, ask yourself why you're not good. Why are you not good? Why are you not happy? Th- this, this is the main thing, guys. If you're not happy in life, ask yourself, why aren't you happy? Like, what in your life is not making you happy? What are you not happy with? Are you not happy with your living situation? Are you not happy with your job situation? Are you not happy with your partner? Or if you live with them, or even if you don't live with them, it's like, are you not happy in the relationship? Are you not happy with the friends that you've been surrounding yourself with um are you not happy with the family you've been surrounding yourself with um are you not doing the things that fulfill you or doing the things that you want to do because of i don't know external circumstances um where is the source of your unhappiness um but if you are happy that's fantastic and if you're not happy can you find something to be happy about in your unhappiness in your unpleasant situation can you find a silver lining can you find something that isn't so bad Uh, because i can no (laughs) (laughs) that was weird um sorry guys okay yeah it's pretty early i literally woke up i woke up 15 minutes ago i woke up 15 minutes ago i was supposed to wake up at 5 because i've been waking up at 5 lately um but it was super cold this morning um it's getting cold again guys i'm so excited it probably it's probably been cold where you are if you're either i don't know in the middle of america in the east of america um or just in any country that's cold right now uh, but it takes a little longer fr- to transition from summer to winter here in California. Um, so now we are finally experiencing fall. I say this now, but watch next week be like 100 degrees. Um, but I'm so happy. it's It's been cold. It feels so nice. It, it puts me in a good mood. Um, but <laughs> since it was cold, it kept me under my sheets. I was also really... I went to sleep early, maybe maybe I got too much sleep because, you know, I, I went to sleep early and I was like, yeah, because, you know, I got to wake up early. And usually when I go to sleep early, I wake up in the middle of the night and then I'm awake. So I woke up around like two in the morning um, to use the bathroom. But then I was like wide awake when like I just like easily got up and I was like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. And then I like walked to the bathroom and I'm using the bathroom. and I'm like, I'm awake. But then when I went back to sleep, well, I stayed up for like two more minutes and then I went back to sleep so I guess I wasn't that awake um but I feel like that would happen less if I went to sleep later I don't know I have to find a good middle point that's what I'm doing right now trying to find a good middle point maybe 11 o'clock because I wake up at five and then like maybe if I go to sleep at 11 something I'll be okay but I think I went to sleep I had to have went to sleep earlier than 10 uh last night um but anyways it's so funny i say that because uh i told my boss like yeah i think i went to sleep earlier last night she was like "Uh uh-huh she was like oh what time like eight and i was like (laughs) silly woman no (laughs) like eight that is like okay that's too early like i got stuff to do um now i like i wish but then no i actually don't wish if i was asleep at eight i would definitely wake up in the middle of the night and then have to go back to sleep because what the hell is there for me to do it three in the morning or two in the morning like last night um but anyways, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. See, like, this is, this is, it's too early and I'm just like, what am I, rambling? Anyways, wait, hold on. I'm super excited to tell you guys. Um, if you've been keeping up to, like, if you listen regular, regularly, um, <laughs> the last two episodes, wait, was it the last? No, not the last two episodes. Okay, well, the last three episodes, if you go back three episodes, um, the episode that I had my outbreak not not outbreak like i'm yelling into the podcast but like i had like a complete because you okay if you don't listen to this podcast at all i usually record this early in the morning like again look it's six in the morning right now um so as per usual i did that three episodes ago but instead i woke up with my body covered with hives all over and That has never happened to me in my entire life. And I was scratching everywhere. My skin was burning. I was freaking out. But I had to record the podcast. (laughs) So I'm recording and I'm like, I don't know what's happening I was like I couldn't stop talking about it because I was like what is happening like this is the craziest thing ever or I was trying to talk about something else but I literally could not focus because sitting in the seat hurt me like hurt me hurt my skin I couldn't focus because I was just scratching and I needed to keep putting cream on myself it was insane anyways later that day I had to bring myself to the hospital because it got progressively worse along with other symptoms and I was in the hospital for hours for not for like number four hours like for a lot of hours like I went to the hospital maybe around I don't know I feel like I went to the hospital around like two and then I wasn't out of the hospital until 12 in the morning like the next day um and it was pretty bad I could have went into shock and it was it was scary but interesting And then the the next few days after that, I was on a lot of medication um, to keep the reaction calm. And that medication put me in a super weird, like, depressive state, I guess. I don't know if it was depressive. It was more like unproductive, unmotivated, sluggish kind of feeling but also kind of a depressive state and then also like i don't know my mind was going crazy it was like it didn't let me regulate my mind or thoughts oh by the way if you hear like crunching noise it's i just like gave haku her toy thing back like it's like a little tunnel like watch she's gonna run through it why don't oh she she decided not to it's like this little like crinkly tunnel that she like runs through um But yeah, that's her. So, anyways, um, it put me in a really weird state. So then I was like, I was like anxious and depressed for like an entire week. And then I had to do the other episode, like the next episode, and then it was just me talking about how I'd been going through that depressive state and like all this stuff I was realizing, and just all this stuff, and that episode was like 100 an hour and like 20 minutes long if you guys want to listen to that episode go ahead it's called stress depression anxiety or something like that and how i ended up in the hospital so that was the follow-up episode after i was in the hospital um and yeah so it's been at the and then last week i did uh happiness is your birthright um and it was just kind of an update on my my self-healing journey and I'm, this is a minor update on my self-healing journey um because i went to the allergist guys so this was a thing right i had a, a very major allergic reaction and this is what happened they had to give me an epi pen i had to take like thousands of pills um because i was having an allergic reaction to we don't know what until i had to go to an allergist where they do a skin test to test what i'm allergic to so i took the allergy test last friday um in last week's episode i mentioned like i have the allergy test today i'm so excited to figure out what it is and so i so i went and (laughs) they found absolutely nothing um the only thing they did find was i'm allergic to two types of tree pollen very minorly because i've never had a problem with pollen like in the summer in the spring like i'm not one of those people who are like sneezing and getting all crazy like absolutely not i feel like i've never had a problem with pollen whatsoever um but apparently i'm a minorly allergic to two types of pollen along with cows for some reason i'm allergic to cows and mold spores but all of these are very minor like i would well, I should just stay away from it because I'll get itchy or or I might get sneezy or or something like that. But it's not like I'm going to die from it. I didn't react crazy by anything whatsoever except very mildly to those four things. Now, so the allergist comes to me and he's like, were you stressed on that day? And I've mentioned this in the podcast before too. And I, I laughed and then I even laughed again and I laughed and I was like, i was that's why i think it's so funny and then he was like yeah it was probably so that night that i had that outbreak um i got it in the middle of the night because i was scratching all night like literally all night and before that before i went to sleep a plant fell on my bed um and there were there were still like particles from the soil on the bed and he said that there could be there could have been mold in the soil which there is mold in soil because literally like last week I was gardening and I was using soil and there was mold in it but it's like it's right it's like normal because it's like a living or organic substance um and then I looked up like ways to get rid of it or whatever um but yeah, so he said that there could be, uh, since, you know, there's moisture in soil, that, that mold can form. That absolutely makes sense. And I even saw it from my own eyes after he told me that. So, like, I don't doubt him now. Like, i freaking... I never did, but, like, now I can see it for myself. So, he said that I could have been having, like, a very, like, acute allergic reaction from, like, laying in the particles that were on my bed while I was sleeping. But also, the stress could have added fuel to the fire. So... I literally left with, like, this paper that said on high stress days, like, take an Allegra, like, I, I was diagnosed with stress, guys. This is insane. So, anyways, um, it's been a self-healing journey just because, like, that literally happened. And that happened because I, like, I guess I wasn't listening. Oh, I don't even remember not listening. Like, I don't remember being told that I was stressed and I or I that I needed to take a break or anything like that. Like I didn't feel stressed at all. I didn't that's why I never even contemplated. Like, it's like, have you been stressed? And I was like, I I yeah, well, I was like a little stressed that day, but like it was like regular, like regular stress. Like I stressed myself out for no reason. Like for very minor things, like very minor things. But it's like a bunch of small things that like jumble up and overwhelm me, and then I feel like what do i do like kind of stressed i feel weird saying stress is so weird and then, so that's kind of like it's like a normal thing for me and that was like another thing that had happened but i don't know just i don't know anyways um since he had uh before the skin test or whatever he said that it could have been stressed and it made sense um i've been trying to do a lot of things less and do less things that stress me out trying to make sure I don't get stressed out or just take care of my mental health really um so it has been a self-healing journey but I thought I would let you guys know um that it was stress and it wasn't I didn't really react to anything crazy um so I thought that would be interesting so yes self self freaking care is it's a wonderful thing, and I'm glad you guys listen to this podcast because this is, this is something for your self-care, guys. Please take care of yourself. Please take care of your mental health because it is a thing. Like, you may not think it like, oh, I'm okay, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, literally, that was me. Like, I was like, I'm fine. There's nothing happening in my life. I mean, like, but, like, there's very minor things that are happening in my life that I just, like, brush over that they kind of annoy me and they bother me or, like, that, but... I don't see it as anything crazy so I'm like yeah I have a great life whatever I mean I do have a great life I'm not saying I have a great life but like I'm overlooking things that are excuse me oh my god that are eventually like they're just sitting in my body and they're they're growing over time so just just take care of yourself guys so to get us started um today today um just real quick just to say why I want to do this. Uh, I've been mentioning it recently. Um today we're going to be talking about Taoism, my favorite. Um and what it is, I guess. Uh how I how I came how I follow, fell across Taoism or the Tao Te Ching and how it changed my life. Um and yeah, all of that stuff, all that good stuff. I'm going to name I'm going to Talk some good stuff from it. Um, But I've been wanting to talk about this because as all of this first started, like when I first had the allergic reaction and I was kind of going in this weird, like sluggish, depressive kind of state, um, a lot of things were calling to me. It was really weird. like Even... During the time of the allergic reaction, things were calling to me. It was really weird. So not a lot of things, but specifically writing. It was kind of like throughout the whole time, I kept saying to myself, like, I want to write. Like I've been wanting to write. I really want to write. And that's even like even in the posts that I posted on Instagram about what I've been going through with the medication. Um, I wrote that like once Once I actually decided to start writing because even before the allergic reaction I was like I really want to start writing again like writing writing not like just writing a blog post once a week like I haven't been putting my dedication into my writing and that's where my true work lies that's where I feel so. I was like, oh, I'm going to start writing. I'm going to do another zine. I'm planning on writing another ebook. I was like planning all this stuff. And then that happened where I ended up in the hospital. And I couldn't really do anything because I was on this medication. This medication wasn't allowing me to do anything. My skin wasn't allowing me to do anything. And I felt like I was being forced down. Like the universe had its hand on me and was like, you're not doing anything right now. Like you need to calm down. And that was making me depressed because... I'm, I feel like I'm a very proactive person now. Now. I never thought that. never considered myself. I am a proactive person. But I'm realizing it now because when I'm forced to not do anything physically, like, actually take a break, it, like, runs through my head, like, of all the things I should be doing, all the things that I want to be doing, and I can't because I'm being forced down. So, i think i feel like i'm very yang energy that's very yang energy i'm learning right now um i mentioned in my last podcast episode that i'm uh studying to be a yoga teacher and i just enrolled myself in 200 hour course um so right now i'm learning about yin yin and yang energy even though it's not um hinduism that is or like specifically yoga because yoga stems from hinduism or india specifically um yin and yang is very much a chinese philosophy or it's just ancient eastern philosophy so i'm pretty sure india got a hold of that as well um but i have been learning about yin and energy and then i've already like known about yin and yang energy especially from the Tao. the Tao talks about yin and yang energy um not very like specific like this is yin this is yang like but it does it implements that it implements the concept of yin and yang um And then like, I already knew what it was beforehand, but it's more engraving in my head that I'm taking lessons now. So yin, yin is very calm energy, like um, relaxing, stagnant, nurturing, grounding, um, very settling, right? And yang energy is very active energy, go-getter, kind of just fast-paced moving or action all of that right so we both we we all have both energies within us the same thing as um, we have many different like types of energies I guess you could say within us Um, but that can be categorized differently depending on the teaching that you're learning or whatever it is so um that's kind of it's like prana and apana those are two different types of energies that run through us right this is kundalini energy then there's yin yang but this is chinese philosophy right then there's the doshas in ayurveda kapha pitta uh, vit, vata vata kapha pitta those are three types of energy that like kind of flow through in us so it's it's very different depending on what you're learning who you're learning from, what kind of teachings, what traditions, um, but anyways, when we're talking about yin and yang, um, I'm very, I guess I'm more yang energy, I have that yin energy within me where I just want to, you know, relax, especially when I do yoga, um, I have that in me, but I feel like most of the time I'm very yang energy, so anyways, um, things were calling to me one being writing um so i have been writing more on my blog if you'd like to follow my blog it's the writings of um i always write mondays but now i have been writing randomly in the middle of the week um i'll write on a saturday i'll write on a sunday or it'll be a thursday a tuesday whatever it is whenever i'm in the mood to write i will write it on the blog um So that's what I've been doing more lately to implement writing in my life. I've also been trying to journal every day. Um, But also that was calling to me was the DAO. And it was so funny because like I I was thinking about it and it kept popping up in my head quotes of the Tao because I've listened to it so many times um I've read it so many times that a lot of the quotes are just engraved in my head so that's why like a lot of the time in the podcast I'll quote it um but the words just go through play in my head sometimes like in silence while I'm meditating um talking walking like literally it's just engraved in my head in my sleep um so I was hearing it a lot during all of this and um that's why I've been wanting to talk about it because it's part of my self-healing journey it was one of my it's one of the major paths in my life um and it's beautiful i love it so much so anyways to get into this episode um this is just what i wanted to share why i'm going to be talking about this and i'm very happy i'm going to be talking about this but first i did pull a card um should i put an ad in here i guess i'll put an ad right now okay so i did pull a card and i actually pulled two cards so i pulled one card and because i I was half asleep guys i literally started this podcast episode 15 minutes after i woke up oh my gosh haku's being bad hold on get down she like likes to like go on top of stuff and then knock them over um she'll be like on my desk and then like smack a pen off of the thing or like smack at the entire lamp off of the desk i don't know she's she's bad um but she's cute <laughs> um, anyways um so yes i freaking pulled a card um but again i told you i started this podcast episode 15 minutes before i woke up so i'm here like half asleep shuffling these cards and i'm like okay i'm not gonna get a good reading whatsoever should i even do a reading but I decided to just pull from the universe has your back deck because it is an affirmation deck and I love giving you guys affirmations for the week um but it is also very much a card reading as well so I pulled a card and then it was like odd so then I just put it back I was like no there's no way I'm telling this it was like okay like okay it's a good card but like I knew it wasn't the card I was supposed to be pulling like obviously I'm not focusing on what I'm supposed to to be doing. Uh, But it was something like being my authentic self is sexy or like something like that. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm not in a sexy mood right now. (laughs) I'm like half asleep at six in the morning. I'm not going to tell my my listeners that their authentic self is sexy, even though it is sexy, guys. If you want to be sexy, be your authentic self that's sexy um (laughs) but so i put it back in the deck and then i was like okay all right i'm sorry i I know i'm not even paying attention so i just shuffled even more and then i pulled a card and then i liked it but then i was like but if this is the wrong card like definitely give me the right card so then i like extra focused and i was like come on universe just like i was like this time i'm gonna shuffle it and then you're gonna pull a card for me because usually what i do is i shuffle it cut the deck and then the first card i pull that is the card um so I was like, all right, I'm going to shuffle this and then a card is going to fly out. That's going to be the the one that um, is definitely the card. If I don't get anything, then the one I pulled is good. Um, but one did fly out and it was very interesting. So anyways, um, <laughs> the first card I pulled for you guys is I always trust the direction of the universe and know I'm being guided. I always trust the direction of the universe, and know I'm being guided. So I like this, and that's why when I pulled it, I was like, "Okay, I'm. This is good. I I like this," because I always trust the direction of the universe and know I'm being guided. You always trust the direction of the universe. You know that whatever is happening is meant to be happening at that moment. You know whatever path you're on right now is the path you're supposed to be on. People always get disappointed in themselves where they don't like the position that they're in. And I completely understand like we all need we all need to understand that we are in complete control of our circumstances. Now, When I say complete control, uh, I want to say, okay, like you do have complete control, but then behind the curtain, you actually don't have complete control. So, okay, think of law of of attraction and manifestation, right? You can absolutely create your reality, right? And you can be like, okay, I want to be rich. And then you can create that for yourself. You can actually become rich. But behind the curtain it's like the universe already create like did that for you so like it's all engraven in in the cosmos already like any switch up you make like okay, right now, like okay, this is what I do, right? I do the podcast. I like to write. I like to get stressed over a whole bunch of stuff that I want to do, and then break out in hives, and then I don't do anything or whatever I d- identify myself as, or whatever. I like to read books. Um, I work as a manager at a yoga studio. Like all this stuff, right? I can. This, that's how I am now, right now. I can drop it all and be like, you know what? F this. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna take all my money right now take my cat take my boyfriend and move to a different country and live as nomads um and we'll be like traveling nomads like we'll walk like we'll be walking (laughs) we will be on foot and then we'll build a little hut in the woods and i'll have my dow and i'll be happy and content because i have a notebook and my cat and my boyfriend and the dow um (laughs) so i can do that or I can change all my plans right now and become rich, right? Like, okay, well, maybe I'll become rich. Like, I'm not even, like, it could be a thing. Maybe I'm not rich. I don't know. I don't really care at this point. I used to. I used to. I really. I was really creating that for myself. I wonder if because I was putting so much work in creating that for myself, that it's actually going to happen. I'm very curious. Um, but anyways, so, like, I can keep trying right now so like I drop everything and I just like my vision board is full of like millionaire mindset stuff like I am rich uh I have money everywhere I'm gonna be rich I'm gonna be a millionaire I'm gonna be the first millionaire in my family I'm gonna I make thousands of dollars every day I get millions of dollars in my paycheck uh I get random checks in the mail addressed to me like I have all this money coming in towards me and I can do that and I can become rich right now guys I can become rich right now well not right now but depending on the timeline that it takes for me to actually achieve it um so i can do all of these things right but whatever i decide to do that is already written it's not like i'm rewriting history i'm not rewriting my destiny my destiny is already written but no matter what choice i make it is written in there so i can have the choice right now to leave and move and do that nomadic stuff i can have the choice right now to become a millionaire i can have the choice right now to i don't want to kill my cat but that like it's an example like i'm not gonna do that whatsoever i'm not thinking about that i love her so much i want to kiss her face because she... i just only mentioned because she's staring at me and she's so cute um uh, And then I could like or I could like go into my like roommate's room and this sounds crazy and like kill them. Right. And then go to jail for being a murderer. Um, I can make all these choices right now and I'm and it you would think like okay because i have all these choices i am in complete control of my reality right i could do whatever i want i could move right now i could kill someone right now i could kill myself right now i could do whatever i want i have all the freedom too this is what we consider free will right but all of that is already written in the cosmos no matter what i decide to do it was written already before i even decided to do it so that's where that's where the the um complete control kind of dwindles right so i'm in complete control of my reality to an extent where it is not already written in the universe so i always trust the direction of the universe and know i'm being guided no matter where i am no matter what choice i make it is already written the universe already knows what is going to happen what is meant for me and i am supposed to be where i am in every moment so if you're not happy with your position change it if you if you want to but no matter what where you are is where you're supposed to be and you have the complete option to change that so i like that i know i always trust the direction of the universe and know i'm being guided if you are on the right path you will get notices from the universe. You will get a notice on your door saying, "Hi, I'm the universe. You are on the right path." Um, trust me, I've gotten them before. <laughs> so, the second card I pulled that I said, "Okay, you can fly out," um, and, you know, give me the give me the real message. Um, and it's funny because the card that flew out was don't test me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> imagine, imagine the card said, Don't test me. I would, I would die. I'd be like, Oh my God, uni!" Like, who, how did you make these cards? Like, <laughs> I was just like my guru. Like, it's kind of like, uh, Ram Das. Ram Das, you know, he, he did all these meditations in the mountains and he was, uh, studying with Maharaji and all this stuff. And, doing his yogas his meditations his japas, um and then he goes to do a lecture and he he orders this like specific microphone because it, it hurts like when he sits or whatever and and um it's more comfortable with that microphone so anyways he gets to the lecture and he sees uh, a different microphone and he suddenly like it's like what is that I well i asked for this microphone and blah 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 and he's like not getting upset but he's kind of getting upset and he feels himself getting upset inside a little bit as he's explaining like well I ordered this microphone and he just starts bursting out laughing because like he's really getting all worked up over like a microphone And it's funny just to show, you know, the simple things that we get upset over and we don't realize how ridiculous it actually is. Um, So he starts laughing hysterically and he's like, uh, and this is after uh, Neem Karoli Baba had passed away, his guru. And he starts laughing and he's like, and he says, and he's he's talking about the story in a lecture. He says, what I didn't realize was that my guru drag has a microphone. And he caught me out there and he's laughing at us, he's saying this and he's saying, he's laughing at us, he's saying this and he's saying, he just sees him laughing and pointing at him like, gotcha. Like, you want to get upset over a microphone? You think you're so holy? So, that's funny. I just, just, it reminded me of that. Um, but the card that I did pull was happiness is my birthright. The same card. I pulled last week. Happiness is my birthright. And now I didn't pick this card. This card flew out while I was shuffling it as the second card. I specifically said, universe, uh, pull a card out, like fly a card out and that will be another card that I'll add on top of it so the theme is still happiness is my birthright you have the right to be happy and if you want me to go more into details about happiness is my birthright go back to last week's episode go back to the little card reading portion which is usually in the forefront of the episode um and yeah happiness is your birthright simply because you are happiness itself you are everything in the universe and since you are everything in the universe that also includes happiness so happiness is your birthright because you are that tat vam asi this is sanskrit for i am that i am that so With that being said, let's get into this episode. Look it, it's already 35 minutes in and we haven't even started talking about the lovely Tao. Okay, so what is this Tao that I've been talking about? Have you guys been listening to me? I quote the Tao. I mention the Tao all the time. Maybe you've looked it up. Maybe you've heard me mention the Tao De Ching or whatever, but you don't really know what it is, right? So what it is, what it is, is it's an ancient text. It is an ancient text um, along with... Uh, a lot, a lot of other ancient texts like the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, um, the Upanishads. What else? the The Quran. The, this is an ancient text, but it is not a religion. It is a philosophy. It is, I guess, considered a religion now. Um, but it was it wasn't meant to be created. It was a. It's literally Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. He is an ancient. Chinese philosopher or uh, sage, and um, he was like he was like a little nomad guy. He was just like this little sage that walked around China and and did all these wonderful ph- gave all these wonderful philosophies as long as well as the Dao De ching So where was I going with that? Um, so yeah, it's not a religion. It was just some guy who Lao Tzu who spit this philosophy he saw the nature of things and he said this is the philosophy of the universe he 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 didn't say like this is a religion follow me like it was nothing like that he said this is the philosophy of the universe goodbye and then he left um so that is what it is and it's an ancient philosophical text it's considered um religion but it's absolutely not um because like people say like, oh i'm a Taoist," or i study Taoism," or you could go to a Taoist temple so it sounds like religion but it's very much a ancient philosophy um so the dao de ching is basically like the bible of Taoism. it's the main the most important text of Taoism. um there are thousands, apparently thousands of Taoist texts, which I've, I I kind of did some extra research last night just so I can give you some, some good information. Apparently, there's thousands of Taoist texts, which I'm pretty sure there's probably thousands of um, texts on Confucianism. So, um, as well, Taoism is one of China's three major religions. Um, I think right now they're not allowed to practice religion because it's communist or something, um, but because they took down so many temples in China, like literally, I I mean, like we're in America right now, so I'm allowed to say this, but if I was in China, I would not be allowed to say this, and it would not air whatsoever, um, but they took down many temples, they destroyed many temples, um, a lot of Buddhist temples, a lot of, uh, ancient Taoist temples, um, so, it is one of china's three major religions or ancient religions along with buddhism and confucianism now confucianism and taoism very much are always like told about together for some reason um but Confu- Confucianism, if you don't know much about it, I remember when I learned about this in school, I was very interested. I was very interested in the religions for some reason. I was always interested in it So when it came to history class and we talked about world religions, I was always very interested just because I was always interested in like spiritual practices. So now that I think about it, I, I'm saying this now and I'm like, wow, that's very interesting. I didn't realize that. But I remember when I was learning about Confucianism, um, it's very much... Um, it it majorly goes around filial piety which is the respect for elders no matter what so i am not a uh person who advocates for filial piety um mainly because i say respect whoever respects you if they're older than you and they don't respect you then you have no right to respect them and that's just how i feel maybe that's the 2020 mindset but um I feel as if, I mean, okay, I feel like you should respect everybody. It's not like, oh, if somebody doesn't respect you, then you don't have to respect them. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and you don't have to do, like, so filial piety is like, okay, respect for your parents or your grandparents, your your elders that watch over you, right? But to the point where... If they're telling you what to do or, like, they're, like, not being reasonable for some reason or, like, okay, I'm just, let me think of an example. Um, They're very strict, right? You can't do anything whatsoever. Um, All they do is badmouth you. They talk trash on you. They're very mean and rude. Um, Filial piety is... You would just be like, okay, yes, father, yes, mother, and then take on all of that. And that I cannot agree with, okay? And I'm not saying to disrespect them and smack them up and stuff. What I'm saying is that you don't have to take that. So, anyways, um that's what Confucianism is. It's mostly and it's also based on a lot of a lot of rituals and a lot of uh rules, I guess, and kind of like a lit like a way of living. Um, in order to to maintain peace within the land so there's this story um i don't think this is real but it's kind of like a metaphor um and it's china's three major leaders of these philosophies right or religions supposedly so we have lao Tzu from the dao we have confucius from confucianism and we have buddha from buddhism and they're all sitting drinking tea right so uh, first, Confucian, Confucius drinks tea and he sees it, he tastes it and he's like, oh, this is bitter. Um, this is too bitter or whatever. I think by if we do this and that, then um, it may taste a little sweeter or whatever. But it's the tea of life. So he sees it as bitter. He sees the world as in like un, unpeaceful, um, in distress and only by doing these rituals and doing certain these certain practices can we maintain the peace, can we find that oneness, right? Buddhas Buddha, he drinks the tea and he tastes it, he's like, Oh, this is too bitter, right? He sees all the suffering in the world. That's the main teaching of Buddhism, right? Suffering is exists. So he sees all the suffering and he says, Um, in order to To get rid of the suffering, we have to, um, you know, do these certain practices, like the eightfold path, right speech, right action, right thought, right meditation. Um, Do no harm. So these are all like just how how they see things and how how to go about it. Now, Lao Tzu, he drinks the tea and he laughs And he says, this tea is bitter, but it's bitter because it's bitter. It's sweet. It has sweet. And it has sweet because it's sweet. Now, he doesn't say that specifically, and I don't know the exact metaphor. But I know that Confucius and Buddha both saw the life as bitter and are trying to give us a method to find the peace while Lao Tzu sees both the bitterness and the sweetness and only sees the tea as it is. So that was a, that was a little, that was a little bit of that. But anyways, that was just kind of give you an idea of the China's three major religions or philosophies. Um, So this is over 2,500 years old. Now Lao Tzu, I read this story in a very random magazine that i found um in like a chinese supermarket or i don't even i think it was like a spanish supermarket it was like a spanish supermarket in a chinese neighborhood and they have like these flyers that you can take um in the front or like by the registers or whatever and it's like different booklets like real estate booklets where you look at all these houses in the area um It's like a newsletter, the city newsletter or something. And then there was one called Meditation and Health. Now, I always love to take these because I always use, I always cut out stuff for vision boards or I just read through it because there's really good content in these guys. It's like hidden, it's like hidden spirituality. It's so weird. Well, not hidden spirituality, but it's like facts and lessons like hidden throughout the city, right? That you can actually find. So anyways, I read this story in one of these like randomly and it was a story of um well the main topic was color and how color how different colors like signify different stuff and when it came to purple it was said that one time in china the sky was purple for three days and that signified a sage was going to pass by or a sage was going to arrive so on the last day of um purple sky there was a like security person or something like standing in front of a bridge and he saw an old man walking towards the bridge getting ready to pass through the city and he was this little old guy and he looked very old but wise and he said oh this must be the sage that has been coming and that sage was Lao Tzu now Lao Tzu was just passing through but before he passed through the security asked please give me some some of your philosophy what is your philosophy leave us with something and he left the dao de ching so that is an old story i don't know if that actually happened but that would be super cool if that did happen so anyways let's get into this what is the dao what is the dao what 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 is in this what is in this ancient philosophical text that changed my life right so the main concept of the dao is the way now dao means way the 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 not the kanji because kanji is a japanese the um the chinese character for dao is the translation is way path right so when we talk about the way when we talk about the dao we are actually talking about the way of nature the way of the universe the natural flow of how things are the flow of the universe so, the opening phrase of the Tao Te Ching, oh, and I also mentioned last week, I kept wanting to quote the Tao, and I was like, I really need to buy a physical version of the Tao. I actually did buy a physical version of the Tao, and it is my favorite translation. I was literally so lucky to find it in, like, my bookstore, my favorite bookstore, the last bookstore, um, and it's, m- like, I want to say my translation, but it's, like, my the translation that first found me, and... I hold dear to my heart like this is what plays in my head this exact translation because there are many translations and versions of this book since he was Chinese he freaking said it in Chinese but people translated it very differently even though all of them have the same message one version may not resonate with you while another will so this is the first version I ever heard and the first time I heard it it resonated with me so much that changed my life so I was so lucky and this was the only version that they had there and it was the version that um i found so the opening phrase and this is a very famous phrase is the dao that can be told is not the eternal dao the name that can be named is not the eternal name the nameless is the beginning of heaven and earth the named is the mother of t- ten thousand things Ever desireless, one can see the mystery. Ever desiring, one sees the manifestations. These two spring from the same source, but differ in name. This appears as darkness, darkness within darkness, the gate to all mystery. Now, that is the first verse. So when we say the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao, the name that can be named is not the eternal name, which means even when we speak of Tao, even when we call it Tao, we are putting a limit on what it is because what it is, is the universe. It is God. And I say this all the time that God, the universe, source, creation is incomprehensible. This is Brahman, the Hindu concept of Brahman, all consciousness all pervading the nothingness and everythingness that is the Tao the incomprehensible so when we say the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao the Tao that we are meaning to speak of when we speak of it we are not actually speaking of it because when we speak of it we are only speaking of the comprehensible we are not actually talking about the incomprehensible we never can we can never comprehend it with our human minds we can never actually speak of it so that is the first phrase to know that everything in this book that we are speaking of we can only describe it we cannot actually talk about it it is impossible so that is the beginning Tao. i want i thought of a an idea of me doing like very minor like very small episodes of like me just translating the dao like saying the version that I have, like the version that I've learned, and then translating it into a way where we can understand it. So, um, when we're talking about the Tao, this is only the first verse. We are already talking about Brahman, we are already talking about the universe, right? So, this is the source of reality, it is infinite yet empty. This is the absolute and non-absolute, it is nothing and everything. Now, A main theme that falls within these verses is the concept of Wu Wei. Now, this is a very main theme in the Tao. And I speak of Wu Wei very often. Now, Wu Wei is non-doing, non-action. In the Tao, it speaks many times of to do something. But don't actually do it. By doing nothing, you are achieving everything. Let me try to find a verse that I can... It's probably in the beginning. Because I feel like since it's such a... Okay, so when we talk about yin and yang, just real quick, where we not talk about woo, I just found it real quick. Um, The second verse in the Tao, it says, difficult and easy complement each other, long and short contrast each other, high and low rest upon each other, voice and sound harmonize each other, front and back follow one another so he's naming these opposites front and back long and short difficult and easy but he's saying difficult and easy complement each other long and short contrast each other high and low rest upon each other so he's saying that these are two opposites but they all they both fall with each other perfectly like yin and yang they flow within each other without having one you cannot have the other so also in the second verse going back to Wu Wei he says therefore the sage goes about doing nothing teaching no talking the ten thousand things rise and fall without seas Creating, yet not possessing. Working, yet not taking credit. Work is done, then forgotten. Therefore, it lasts forever. If nothing is done, then all will be well. So this is the concept of Wu Wei. Not taking action. So it's not actually about not doing anything but it's about not going against the flow of nature so not forcing not swimming against the stream this is acting without intent without a certain outcome so it's like you're you're doing but not expecting anything in return so say you're trying to write a book right Um, and you're trying you're you're working extra hard on this book but you're expecting to get a really great outcome and then when you don't get that great outcome then you're upset or this or that right this is you could also tie this into buddhism right attachment when we attach ourselves to the outcome of things that's when suffering occurs when that outcome doesn't come out the way we expect or the way we attached ourselves to then we become imbalanced and we start to suffer and we become upset etc etc so the sage goes about doing nothing teaching no talking he who stands on tiptoes is not steady he who strides cannot maintain the pace he who makes a show is not enlightened he is who is self-righteous is not respected he who boasts achieves nothing. He who brags will not endure. According to followers of the Tao, these are extra food and unnecessary luggage. They do not bring happiness. Therefore, followers of the Tao, avoid them. This book is amazing, guys. I highly suggest the translation by Gaia Fu Fang and Jane English. I don't know if it's Gia Fu Fang, it's G I A, but I don't know if it's Chinese, it's Gaia, or I don't really know Chinese pronunciations. But Gaia Fu Feng, F-E-N-G, and Jane English. And then there's the introduction. Um, by Jacob Needleman now the first version I ever heard was the audiobook but it is this translation and it is actually voiced by Jacob Needleman and the way he voices the Tao it sounds like he's the one who created it like he wrote it so the way he speaks it's not like somebody just reading a book like, <laughs> like you can actually resonate with it and you can understand it now I have this audiobook if you would like me to send you this audiobook the audio file for this i have it in a google drive if you dm me on instagram my instagram is natalia of earth n-a-t-a-l-i-a of earth um i can send you the link to the drive to access this mp3 file you can download it on your phone um you can just listen to it through the drive whatever it is um but I will gladly share you share with you this version of the Tao. I love it so much, um, and it means the world to me. It literally means the world to me. Um, another famous ancient Taoist text is called the Cheng Su, and I actually never heard of it. I learned about it yesterday, but it's equally as popular apparently as the Tao. But maybe not because I've never heard of the Cheng Su. But apparently so when you read the Tao, you're gonna realize that it sounds like it's written to somebody who's meant to lead a land so it's kind of like for a ruler and i feel like he did well he did write this for a ruler but you can absolutely apply that. he's talking about the the flow of nature the flow of life and how if you go against the flow of nature the flow of life and you don't let things go the way they're supposed to then there will be tyranny in the country there will be unrest there will there will be um unbalanced people will not be happy there will be starvation there will be um poverty there will be all of that and basically everything that we're going through or as america as the world as the as the world guys as the world because no country is perfect everybody's corrupt and it, it only takes it, it takes us i mean the illuminati is very much a thing that is stopping the people from standing up um to what is ours because this world is ours and they are a part of it but they are ruling it like it's theirs um but it is ours it's all of ours and all of us need to step up if we all have the dao in our hearts we can bring this entire world into balance um but anyways, the Cheng Su is more towards ordinary people. Now, I'm very interested. I learned about it yesterday. I'm very interested and I very much want to read this um, this text. But anyways, if you guys have read it, please let me know how it is. I'm very curious and I will be looking for it very soon. Um, so anyways, that was kind of a little look into the Tao. It was very funny because as I thought about it yesterday i was like okay i'm gonna talk about the dao today um or tomorrow or whatever um and i didn't want to talk about it just because i feel like talking about it limits what it is it really does the Tao that can be told is not the eternal dao and what i love is that eternal Tao, that incomprehensibleness that i can't comprehend myself but just talking about it feels like I'm downplaying it. So I didn't want to talk much about it. I just kind of wanted to give you an intro into what it is so you can hear a little bit of some like some of it and you can be intrigued for yourself and listen for yourself. Because honestly, you cannot learn anything from it until you hear it for yourself and you experience it for yourself. Now, before I end this, because we already hit an hour... Um, I just want to tell you real quick that, uh, like, how I came to know the DAO. Um, So, I had recently run away from home. Um, this is a crazy story. I mentioned this very early in the podcast, like, the first few episodes ever. Um, I ran away from home back in 2017. And this was, like, my first time ever running away or anything crazy like that. But it was a major turning point in my life. Um, and I made it a major turning point in my life because I was living this life and then I couldn't do it anymore. It's like I was bearing it the whole time and then I had like a breaking point where I was just like I can't do this anymore and I left and I decided to take control of my own life. So during that time that I had just left home, I was living with um a family friend and was it not family friend more like not like my entire family's friend because then that would just be me staying with family um it was more like my friend um and but like my mom knows her um she is basically like the, she's the mother of my nephew but like not blood related it's it's very interesting but anyways um i know her very well she's like family very close and i was staying with her um in Scranton, pennsylvania which is a place where i used to live many times and i have a lot of history there um so i was staying in Scranton, and this, this is 2017 after i graduated high school guys and i worked at a pizzeria that i would walk to work every day because i didn't have a car but it was very far it was like i lived in the south side and the pizzeria that i worked at was in north side so i would walk all the way from the south side to the north side um, and it was a little over an hour or about an hour. Well, I had my skateboard too, but originally when I first started, because I didn't bring, I don't think I brought my skateboard with me when I ran away. Um, I eventually went back to New York to get my skateboard and then bring it back. Scranton is in Pennsylvania. It's only like two states away. Um, it's like an, an hour and a half to two hour drive basically and i would visit new york to visit my family because like after like in the beginning i wasn't seeing my family but then like i was like okay like i'm gonna be here a while I might as well see my family so i, I picked up some stuff because i only brought like a suitcase of clothes and i was living there i lived there for almost a year and i needed way more stuff than uh like a suitcase of clothes i needed all my stuff so anyways as i was doing these hour walks to work um well, when I first started, I was like, Man, I'm gonna be walking for an hour. Let me download like an audiobook. And I I mainly ran away on a spiritual quest, on a pilgrimage. So I was like, let me listen to an audiobook so I can be learning something as I am walking to work. So I typed in, um I was I was doing like torrents at the time. Torrents. So like I was on Pirate Bay and I looked up just spiritual audiobook and i think i got a a whole collection of osho lectures which i downloaded um this was before i knew anything that happened with osho or any history about him i knew that he was a guru and i really liked his teachings from videos that i saw but i had no idea of his history or anything like that so i downloaded um a bunch of his audiobooks uh or like it was like a collection of audiobooks and then i downloaded the dao de ching and i didn't know what it was um it said like ancient chinese philosophical text and i looked it up and i was like this is a very important text of taoism and i was like taoism i learned about that um but i i thought it was like Shinto, shintoism which is like um about kamis and gods and nature spirits and like gods of the woods and forests and that's um that's japanese but I never, I I don't think I knew what, I knew that Taoism existed because I learned about it when I was learning about ancient uh, world religions in school, Um, but I don't think I knew what it was, so I listened to it, I think my first day walking to work, and the audiobook is about an hour, um, and the whole time that I'm walking and I'm listening to this, I'm like, oh my god. This is probably the best thing I have ever heard. It was resonating to me so deep at a level that I felt like I wrote it. That it was speaking what was in my soul. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, how did I not find this sooner? And I was... I, I don't remember but I could have practically cried listening to this and I listened to it every single day walking the first time I heard it walking to work I was like oh my god and then once I got to work this is my first day at work I couldn't stop thinking about it I'm like oh my god I can't believe I listened to that like I can't wait to get out of here and walk back home so I could listen to it again and I was so amazed by it I was in so in awe of it I was in love with it and it changed my life guys because I listened to it every day and I I don't know I don't know but I adore it so much. I adore it so much. It, it is truest and deepest to my heart. So when I talk about my main spiritual practices, I always say my main spiritual practices are Taoism and probably now yoga or Hinduism. Um, and some Buddhism. I guess Buddhism too. I guess you can say Buddhism as well. But mainly Taoism and mainly yogic philosophy or Hinduism at the moment but it was so funny because when i first started finding hinduism i was i felt myself getting drawn away from zen buddhism which is mostly the buddhism sect that i'm interested in um, zen specifically and taoism which remains deep true to my heart um so i was very hesitant to move towards hinduism and learn more about it just because i felt myself being drawn away from my main teachings my original teachings um but i absolutely fell in love with hinduism because the devotion and dedication that i have to the universe and to the dao um, expresses himself expresses itself through bhakti yoga and i once i first came about learning about hinduism um and yoga i learned of bhakti yoga and that resonated with me as well on a very deep level because even before i found out about it i had this amount of devotion and dedication to god to the universe and bhakti yoga gave me a way to express that and not only a way to express that but a way to attain self-realization through that devotion so anyways those are my main spiritual practices and i highly suggest you check out the Tao if you would like the audiobook if you work at a place where you can listen to music or you listen to Podcasts or audiobooks, or even when you listen to this podcast, if you have time to listen to this podcast and you have time to listen to an audiobook, I have the audiobook. This version specifically, I think it is great. Please ask me for it. If not, if you don't have an Instagram, email me at what email should I give you? Um, world of Natalia at AOL So world, like the world um, of Natalia, N A T A L I A at AOL.com, if you email me there and say, hi, I would like a copy of the Dao Day Ching, the audiobook, um, I will gladly email you the link to the Google Drive where you can download it onto your phone, onto your computer, um, whatever it is, your MP3 player, if people still use those. Um, those are great. I always love listening to MP3 players or finding old ones um, because then I can listen to the music that I used to listen to when I was younger and yeah so anyways (laughs) that was that um thank you so much guys for listening to this episode i appreciate you so much um if you'd love to support me please just listen to all my podcast episodes or just engage in my content content i mean content oh my god uh (laughs) comment comment uh share them uh spread the knowledge guys spread the knowledge i am here to serve you please feel free to reach out to me you can dm me at any time um you could send me audio messages on anchor like in the description of this podcast episode it automatically like puts a link in the description of like send a voice message through anchor um you can do that and then i can add them into the podcast which is pretty cool maybe we could do A Q- uh, Q&A like that but um I don't, ha- I don't think I have too many people on Anchor to do a whole Q&A like, with audio messages. That'd be great, though. If you guys send me a bunch of audio messages, like right now, if you just send me a bunch of audio messages, um, then we could do a QA. and a But if I don't get anything, I'm not going to do a Q&A. Um, so let's see what happens. Send me something. Um, you can always support me for 99 cents a month. That's $12 a year, guys, um, through Anchor, which is freaking awesome. It's like, it's like a monthly subscription for a dollar to listen to my podcast like hey you're just helping me out you're helping me out by supporting Look, look guys i'm excited to say this i'm gonna be dropping a bunch of merch um not anytime soon but i am in the middle of making it i'm in the middle of ordering stuff to make um because i'm going to be selling in person in many places and that is one of my main goals and yeah, I am gonna be also selling this merch online. Um, so yeah. By by supporting the podcast, by even listening to the podcast, you're supporting the podcast. Um, or even if you don't listen, if you don't wanna listen to a spe- specific episode, just mark it as played, guys. Mark it as played by and you're supporting me, okay? Um yeah, anyways, but that will support the merch because that is what it goes into. Whatever I get goes right back into trying to support this business of helping you guys so anyways thank you so much follow me on instagram reach out to me i love engaging with you guys if you have any questions again feel free to ask um and yeah i will talk to you next week i hope you like this episode and i hope you get to check it out for yourself um have a wonderful week continue to drink water eat healthy take care of your mental health Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a break every now and then. Give yourself some time to rest if you need it. And don't forget to love. Peace.